everybody, and welcome to Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and every week during the academic year, I sit down with members of the Monmouth College community to talk to them about their interests, what they do, and things they've done. In this 10th edition of Monmouth College Conversations of the 2023-2024 school year, We'll visit with Monmouth College Chaplain, the Reverend John Huxtable, along with Monmouth student Ryan Bowman, who's also a Monmouth resident. They're going to talk about what they did over their Monmouth fall break, which included taking part in a very special service learning trip. This fall break was back on October 12th and 13th. For some Monmouth students and faculty members, those days were a time to maybe take it easy, catch up on some work, or maybe get ahead of their schedule. But for a select group of students and Monmouth staff member, they did anything but that. The students took part in a service learning trip, which was led by college chaplain, the Reverend John Huxtable. John is a 2004 Monmouth graduate, and he's been making a difference on campus since he took over the position back in January of 2023. As John explains, the group went downstate Illinois to work with a very special group of people. So, Dwayne, we went to Kemmerer Village, which is a Presbyterian residential home for uh, students uh, with behavioral uh, disorders or situations. Uh, It originally started out as an orphanage, uh, and now it has 19 residential students, and I believe uh, uh, Jan said that there are over 200 foster children going through that process. So our kids, we left about 8 o'clock Thursday morning, and and on the 12th and arrived there at 11 or 11 15 or so and then uh, they put us right to work in the afternoon as they're just tearing down the original orphanage building and our kids actually moved hundreds of boxes of files out um, uh, in the afternoon and uh, they also got to do a lot of uh, fun things too because they actually got to do the equine therapy uh, meet and greet with the horses uh, that they have there for therapy for their for their kids and and uh for their community uh got to talk to the therapist that leads that therapy uh therapy sessions so the kids worked the 12th and the 13th and then we came home on on saturday the 14th let's uh chat now a little bit with ryan bowman ryan uh john mentioned you all moved uh, hundreds of boxes we did and not to get any particular or anything but those boxes were just like old documents that have been around since like pre-covid and like way back in like the late 90s and all that since the old orphanage before it shut down but Yes, we were put to work quite a bit, just like every day. It was about like three to four hours straight. We were working nonstop, and we were working as a team, and that, I feel like, was the most important thing we were doing as well. Not only were we helping just with this community, but we were also helping as a team as well, of like these college students, because I didn't really know anybody else on this trip besides John and one other member before, but I really got to know them well because of this trip and all the work that we were able to do. And especially jumping back to the horse therapy as well, I had never actually partaken in one of those before because I'm familiar with the Rainbow Riders here in Monmouth, but never before have I actually been like close to a horse or anything. And personally, it was a very wonderful time. It was just very relaxing, and it was a lot in 
it was a great way for me to just take the stress off, like not only from just the work we were doing, but also just like what was going on in my daily life outside of doing this work trip and Monmouth College as well. Well, Ryan, talk a little bit about what motivated you to do this in the first place. Why didn't you just take off the October 12th and 13th and kick back? Well, I could give you the simple answer right now and say I couldn't because I'm a part of the Presbyterian Scholarship, so I am kind of demanded for that. But a bigger reason is because currently with my semester right now as a theater major, it's been very productive. We've been doing a lot, and myself as a student, I've been doing a lot that's just like, it's put a lot of stress on me. I've been studying nonstop. I've been working a lot, and I've been just pushing to get done with my senior year that this work trip for me felt like like also more of a retreat for me as well to get away from the norm life that I had on campus and here in town as my own home. John, uh, you mentioned in the past service is a really a cornerstone of what the office of the chaplain does at, at Monmouth College. And uh, tell us about some of the other initiatives, projects, programs that are happening over in the chaplain's office as well. So uh, with the service project, this was our first, my first big service project to take uh, take students with. Uh, it was such a success. I'm looking for uh, towards doing something else in the spring as well during spring break possibly. Uh, but also uh, some of the other things that we're working on is this week we're actually doing uh, what we're calling the Week of Kindness Initiative. Um, each morning there's a message sent out to the to the community uh, about kindness and the importance of being with our brothers and sisters and our neighbors. And and so that's that's one of the initiatives. Tomorrow afternoon from four to seven we'll have the Kindness Fair uh, in the quad. So uh, so we're going to have some fun uh, there as far as just some self care and and care for others. Uh, also, I'm hoping to integrate uh, with our worship experience, uh, integrate service projects, um, maybe every other month or monthly uh, eventually, where we have a, a, spe- a specific service project, whether it be collecting food for a pantry or finding uh, finding a, a, a cause to, to go out and volunteer for. Uh, I want I want our students to know the importance of serving the community um, from the chaplain's office. Uh, on, I feel like the complete call is to serve one another and to care for one another as best we can. So I hope to initiate that servanthood uh, concept into almost every project that I put together. Ryan, uh, you grew up in the shadow of Monmouth College, I guess, metaphorically speaking. Uh, what, what ultimately led you to become a student at Monmouth College? Well, it kind of took place a few months after I had graduated from my community college in Galesburg, Illinois, Carl Sandburg College. After I graduated, I didn't feel like just going on with college. I felt like I'd gotten the college experience, especially with COVID starting to slow down by that point a couple years ago now. But I just, I didn't have the motivation or drive to go back to college, even though theater was really starting to have an interest with me for the first time. What did eventually led me was that one of my dear closest friends at church before she moved away, she had actually recommended me to check out Monmouth College and possibly pursue more education there. And eventually, her words got to me, and this is where I've just kind of been right now, just senior year, and I've been thanking her nonstop over and over. Thank you for recommending me. 
to this college and just like me just pursuing more of what I want to do, especially with my theater major right now, which has taken major strides as well, even in just currently just two years here at Monmouth College as well. I would say one of the biggest things I'm doing right now with my theater major is that while I've been concentrating on acting, I've also been taking a deeper appreciation of the theater globally as well, with the histories of that of traditional Japanese theater and many other dramas such as Sanskrit drama or even the Commedia dell'arte, which were all I all learned from Dr. Vanessa Campagna, and she just she helped me pursue that passion more than anybody else. And more than that, it's been her and the other professors on campus that has helped me pursue my acting concentration as well. Well, when I first was about to get finished with high school, I originally wanted to go into forensic science, but it sounds a bit childish now, as old as I get. But my my principal, well, my advisors were telling me, well, to to get into forensic science, you would need at least three years of science and math altogether. And I'm like, oh boy. <sighs> I think I'll go with my backup plan. I'd rather do theater slash voice acting, which that second thing was actually a major deal for me back then as well. For the longest time, I really wanted to like focus on being a voice actor, somebody who was working on cartoons and movies and video games and all that. But eventually, when I got to Carl Samper College in Gelsberg and I started introducing myself to the theater, because as another note, I had never taken theater back in my high school time. I was too busy leading clubs and all that stuff, but... Eventually, when I got to Sandberg, it's like I was starting to open my mind to new possibilities of like what I can do with my body, what I can do with my voice and my expressions and my gestures, and especially that first one I mentioned, the voice as well. That is what I've been trying. That is what I have been working on and improving ever since. Fast forward to Monmouth College when I finally come back after graduating and taking a semester off, technically after I graduated Sandberg, and it's like, I don't know. I was starting to feel worried about like the state of myself being interested in theater, like trying to pursue it as a major and as a pot- possible future career. But what helped was the professors on campus as well, especially Dr. Vanessa Campagna and Professor Todd Quick, who has helped me learn to grow, to help me be confident with myself, and to keep pursuing what I love the most with the theater. You're listening to Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm talking to Monmouth College Chaplain, the Reverend John Huxtable, along with Monmouth student Ryan Bowman. They're telling us about the service learning trip they took part in during the college's recent fall break. Before we get back to my conversation with John and Ryan, make sure that you're at Dahl Chapel and Auditorium on the evening of October 21st, which is Saturday night. That's when the Monmouth College Wind Ensemble will present its fall concert. It gets underway at 7.30 at the Cash Performance Hall of Dahl Chapel and Auditorium under the direction of music professor Justin Swearinger. Free and open to the public, the concert will draw on its White and Crimson, a title from a work by 2018 Monmouth graduate Sean Klink. Of course, Sean became quite familiar with the college's alma mater, a flame of white and crimson, during his four years as a music major at Monmouth. At the October 21st concert, another Monmouth alumnus, Jason Park, will also have a role. He'll play the bagpipes during the performance of On White and Crimson. For more information about the concert, head over to the Monmouth College calendar, monmouthcollege.edu calendar 
calendar. You can also read a preview story about it in the news section of the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu news. Now let's get back to my conversation with Monmouth College chaplain, the Reverend John Huxtable, and Monmouth student Ryan Bowman. As I mentioned, John is a 2004 graduate of Monmouth. I asked him how today's college students are different from the ones who were ministered to during his time. So understanding uh, the spiritual life of, of uh, our students, and I'd assume uh, fairly universal, is is I think our students are absolutely um, curious, and, and they're excited about um, opening the doors of spirituality that they've never experienced before. Um, uh, I've had a wonderful time working with, with Ryan Bowman um, throughout uh, our time together, because he's curious, he's interested, Wants to look into different different paths or different understandings of spirituality, and that's what I think uh, our, our campus uh, spirituality can really bring to the table is an open door for questions that they may not have been able to ask at, at um, in other times in their lives or felt comfortable to ask. Um, we want to we want to engage and absolutely nurture uh, that growth and that concept of. I always joke with with anybody that I talk to that that I want to make God bigger for for the, our students are as big as we possibly can and also to tell them that when we get to that place know that God is even bigger and so so as we go about it, I think that's one of the great things about the students on campus is they are willing to to push the envelope and to to truly be challenged uh, to grow in that spiritual uh, existence in their life and and have that have that concept of God truly, become organic and and meaningful to their daily lives. I guess, too, that also means being open to change. You know, Monmouth College, in the same college it was in 1953, academically, its curriculum isn't the same. Uh, my guess is the chaplain's office in 1953 probably looked a little bit different, didn't it? I I would imagine. So um, I wasn't around, obviously, but I did know Stafford Weeks, and I would guess that, that uh, um, yes, it would it was a little different in that ballgame. They also had mandatory chapel at that time, uh, which we don't have now. Uh, but I think that's the wonderful thing thing about um, our campus and and our community is that we are open to change and we're open to growth. Um, my mentor was Kathleen Fannin, who was the chaplain here when I was here as a student 20 years ago. And when I took the position, she encouraged me to remember to make it mine, not to try and mimic her, you know, um, and I think that's that's exactly where we have to be. Is in 2023, we're in a very different place than in '99 when I started and and '04 when I graduated. So so that's one of the beauties though of our spiritual life because that's the way it's been throughout the course of time. Um, sadly, uh, when doctrines become stagnant and when when religious ideology becomes uh, in a box, you end up with some what. I would call bad theology and on campus I, I think one of the beauties is that it's extremely difficult to get into that bad theology because you're constantly trying to grow and trying to understand and connect with people on another level and you have to explore all those options. Ryan, you know, there may be other folks like you out there who are maybe juniors, seniors in high school, or maybe students currently at Sandberg who've uh, maybe seen Monmouth, but they don't really know it. Uh, what sort of advice would you give them if they're contemplating possibly becoming a student at Monmouth College? I would definitely say it's a big thing because 
it's going from a community college to a private liberal arts college, and it's a big step. It really is, especially if you're coming from a college for the very first time. For me personally, it's always about that leap of faith. It's always taking that shot because it may be the only shot you have. And honestly, and if I can just speak from experience of coming to Monmouth College, the best thing I can tell you all is that the college is always welcoming, no matter who you are, no matter what college you come from. We, the college is forever welcoming for you coming and for the studies that you bring as well. A lot of support, isn't there? Yes, definitely. And especially for theater as well, I'll just go back to it again. It's just, I never could imagine I would be able to expand my knowledge and my understanding of the theater just outside of what I learned in just two years at Sandberg. What I've been able to accomplish in two years at Monmouth College with the theater department has been absolutely amazing. I've been open to the global side of theater, what theater has been like ever since like the start of it, since like the Greeks and the Roman Empire all the way to now to Western theater and how it's being used today, today. and especially getting that experience of first times of being in a musical. Some of you probably remember The Little Mermaid from last year by Monmouth College. That was my first time ever producing a musical, ever, and it was easily one of the most satisfying times of my life in the theater department at Monmouth College. That's Monmouth Theater senior Ryan Bowman. You also heard from Monmouth College chaplain, the Reverend John Huxley. They were part of a team of Monmouth folks who spent their fall break on a service learning trip in downstate Illinois. It's just one example of how Monmouth students, faculty, and staff make a difference in their local communities as well as throughout the great state of Illinois. And that's a wrap on this 10th episode of Monmouth College Conversations for the 2023-2024 school year. You can tell us what you think or add to the conversation by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put conversation in the subject line. Until our next conversation, this is Dwayne Bonifer, the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.